This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne, joined by John Brazier, Director of Fun and Games. John, I'm looking forward to our guest today. I, I get the feeling like if this guy wasn't doing what he's doing, he would have made a good mascot. <laughs> Tom, I'm excited for this one because normally we get uh, alumni, right? We'll yes. get announcers, we'll get uh, current players, we'll get our you know, coaches, managers, uh, and this is something that we're gonna we're gonna learn something because yes. you know we are fossils here, so we're trying to f- figure out. I want to get to get to know like what Barstool Sports, how it got started, and yeah. I'm telling you, I watch a lot of videos in the last whatever we've lined this up the last two or three days, and. I'm telling you, I think I've, I've been missing out on a lot of stuff. You can so. go down that wormhole yeah. pretty I, I, easily. I went down the wormhole big time. <laughs> and uh, I think I was telling you today that uh, I saw Smitty's uh, boxing match, uh, which was awesome. Literally, I, had to, I, I was telling these guys walking in, I had it cranked up, the volume. I didn't realize how loud I had it. And people were walking up and down the hall looking in. And what the, like looking at me like, what the hell are you watching here? So, Well, let's bring him in. Adam Smith, uh, Smitty from uh, Barstool Sports Philadelphia. And uh, do I have it right? I mean, looking up your background, it, it did look like, you know, you, you, you had your hand in comedy a little bit. You love sports. Uh, you know, was mascot ever, you know, in your sights? <laughs> a professional mascot? Uh, true story. My older brother was a professional Disney mascot. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. That? And it goes by height, uh, so he's 5'9", yes. so he uh, locked down the Pluto, Eeyore, right. uh, Father John range, Rafiki, that was my personal favorite. Right. Uh, it never, never really made never really made the leap for the no. mascot, <laughs> uh, but, but, but I'm sure, eh, we'll leave it to the pros. <laughs> but it, but it's, okay. I, I love, you know, the, how people get to, you know, we've heard your story, Tom, obviously, you answered a one ad, right? Right. And you didn't even know it was for... Correct. Right? To yeah. be the best friend of the fanatic. Best friend of the fanatic. Right? I, I told these guys coming up here how I was basically hammered at a wedding and uh, was, was <laughs> but did everything what you shouldn't do to try to get a job. Uh, but for yourself, you're an athlete, right? You went to Susquehanna. You went to Great Valley. Then you went to Susquehanna yes. to play football. You could put athlete in quotes. D3. That's fine. No, yeah. This is a podcast. Okay. So people don't have to. There's no truth fact checkers here. <laughs> uh, look, look up those stats and they, they will be fact checked. Believe me. Put but it you, in quotes. But you played football and you had some injuries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we won uh, four. Four games in the four years I was there. And tight end? Tight end. Okay. It builds character, Smitty. Come no, on. It's something. It's but something. then yeah. then after you, you know, when, when you realize, you know, you finished college, you, you did a lot of things, right? You did video work, right? Yeah. So so my story uh, is, is basically I, I, I grew up in, in Malvern and I had two passions, Philly sports and trying to make people laugh. So uh, when I went to Susquehanna, I, I didn't go for anything other than to continue playing sports for the most part because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. And so I go out to Susquehanna in the middle of nowhere, graduate, and I'm, I'm kind of lost. Graduate with a degree in mass communications, know how to video edit a little bit, get a job at a video production company. Actually liked it a lot, but was kind of lost because I didn't have 
the structure of sports, didn't have a place to go to fulfill my competitive edge other than like intramural basketball. And it's like, you know, I'm a 22-year-old, just unathletic white guy at that point. Like, what am I going to do? I'll try to hit the clubs, Center City, stand-up. So I went to open mics at uh, Helium, the Laugh House. Oh, hold on. Let's stop right there. (laughs) The first time you did it, like, I like to tell jokes. You like to tell jokes, right? I'm a big storyteller. Was that absolutely terrifying getting up there the first time? Uh, Or not? Well, the first time that I did it, uh, you only had, God, I don't even think it was 90 seconds at Helium. I think it was like 70 seconds, which... Doesn't sound like a lot, but it's an eternity up there. And I think 60 of those 70 seconds wow. was me was me trying to make jokes about Dikembe Mutombo's private parts. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't go over too hot. But, I don't uh, know. I think that's uh, some material there. No? You know? it, no? <laughs> they, the, the audience wasn't appreciating no, it? No, no, not, not so much. But I, I stuck with it, took a couple classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, over a couple years, uh, yeah, I, I would go out to Doylestown to the Comedy Cabaret every weekend. And I got, I got somewhat okay. I got decent. And my girlfriend at the time was living in New York. So in 2008, 2009, it's like, ah, screw it. I'll take a shot. Moved to New York. Try out comedy, video editing. Yeah, I crashed and burned. Just absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Why is that? I yeah, mean, was it one instance or, or was uh, it just kind yeah. of accumulation of? So there are, Philly is, is ripe with comedy. A lot of under, underrated and underdeserved comics are, are from here and, and just excel. I mean, right now, like Shane Gillis, Tommy Pope, the Delco proper guys, John McKeever, um, Anton Schufer. I mean, you could go down the line, uh, just like the newer school guys, not even like Dime Era right. and like the Craig old Shoemaker. school guys. Yeah. Uh, but Philly was like a fraternity when it came to comedy. There were only so many spots you go for open mics and everybody there was kind of on your side. Like you go and everybody would be supportive of each other, just kind of pick each other up. Yeah, not so much New York. <laughs> New York was kind of cut You're on your own. Wrong. Yeah, and, and I was always decent, but I knew even in Philly, I didn't have quote-unquote it, which is fine, absolutely fine, but I knew once I got to New York and kind of crashed and burned, like, eh, that wasn't so much around that uh, for me. Did anymore. you like living in New York, too? I mean, no. uh, when you can, no, yeah, no. when you compare the two cities, right? <laughs> yeah, you were no. Philly through and through, right? No, I ended yeah. up back in New York with Barstool, so yeah, yeah. that was that. Right, so, but before you did that, though, you, you did your own uh, blogging, right, for your own? Well, around that time, I actually won an online poker tournament for a lot of money, and I was like, oh, this is easy. I'll try to do this for a while. And it just crashed and burned even more. <laughs> so around 2009, 2010, I uh, actually, my girlfriend at the time kicked me out in New York. Uh, I moved back home to Malvern, my parents. Just like, okay, I know I want to do something that re- revolves around comedy and, and, and sports. But I know stand-up, give that a shot. Don't really know what else to do. I saw Barstool at the time. I saw other sports blogs. Okay, I'll start my own sports comedy blog. And that was somewhat new, right? It was at very new. Time, yeah. So so around that time, Crossing Broad, I think, just started. There was like 7th and Patterson. There was a couple Philly sports blogs that were just like up and coming. I'm like, I can I can do this. So I started. It was Philly, Phils and Birds, and then uh, put some money into it. Became Almighty Philly. Got some legs. Was on 97.5 WIP, getting some hits here and there. And then around that time, uh, Barstool was looking to expand from Boston, where it was, to New York and to Philadelphia. So I was like, oh, I'm perfect for this. Apply for the job. Didn't get it, but uh, was offered to write for free. And that was 2011. And Wait, For the guy who, who got it. 
For uh, the guy who got it? or Well, Dave Portnoy always owned Right, right, right. But I guess the guy, Mo, right? It was Mo, yep. Right. So then didn't did you work under Mo? Like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I was part-time, under, or worked for free, and then part-time, and eventually Mo ended up leaving for uh, Complex, and I think he's at ESPN now doing great things, and uh, I was able to right, snake uh, my way so, in. So, just, so the, for our listening audience that don't really know uh, Barstool, sum it up like in a quick, because you guys are, are multi- Right. I mean, oh, it's 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 not what it was back in 2011 to right. 2016. So in 2011, it was straight sports, funny comedy. What guys would like, what guys would sit down at the bar and talk about. That's what would be up on the blog. Like 20 things a day, all very new, all very raw. A lot of things did not age well. Uh, and then in 2016, we had Boston, uh, Chicago, New York, DMV, had Iowa. And uh, Peter Chernin, who's a Hollywood producer, uh, was was a fan of us and, and bought us out. And we all moved to New York, and that's where it really started to take off with the podcast, specifically part of my take. Dave really started to take off with the pizza reviews, and it just grew from there. Now it's Now, now you it's own mass. bars and you, yep. <laughs> merchandising. Right? Bars, bars, still Sansom. Check it out. It's beautiful. Yep. And you got and you got bought out by Penn Gaming, too, right? Yep. And uh, I think 2019, 2020, Penn Gaming bought us out, and... Uh, we have a sports book now, BarstoolSportsBook.com, and it's really, it's become a media, uh, it's become a media empire. And all credit to Dave Portnoy for for starting it out, just selling newspapers on the street. Uh, also, not even selling them, just giving them away in 2003. And How much uh, was, you got something? No, I was going to say, uh, just the writing aspect. Did you always like to write as a kid? And if you were a sports fan in Philadelphia, did you grow up re- uh, reading the newspaper? Oh, yeah. And like, I, you know, I, my ears were, you know, Stan Hockman and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Jason Stark and, you know, uh, Bill Frank, Lyon, Bill Lyon yeah. and Frank Dolson. Those, so you, it, yeah, it was, it, was, it was, we were always an Inquirer house and we were always a daily local news okay, house yeah. uh, growing up. And you always up. liked to write. I I did like to write, but what was nice about Barstool, you didn't have to write well. <laughs> right, you right. just have to be funny. And it, yeah. it, it was about uh, quantity over uh, AP style quality. Yeah. And, and that, that, that helped in the long run. I mean, it was so. almost like a fraternity, I guess, right? You, you basically yeah. just like, check this out. You're like, you can't write that. It's like, they're going to, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you can. Whereas, you know, you don't. It, when you're yeah. traditional sports writing, obviously it's very by the book. And but when you're in a new yeah. format or a new new format, new company, new I mean, it's right. It's there. It's a wild wild west. Yeah, it, where it, it's it, it's basically trying to get my buddies to laugh. Right. Like I knew that if I thought of it was entertaining and my friends thought it was entertaining, our audience would most likely find that yeah. it was entertaining. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Does he try to? I, well, you must have had a field day in two thousand, or yeah, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. With obviously oh, yeah. Portnoy being a big Patriots fan. Yeah, we were up there. We were we were in Minneapolis. That was uh, that was some good times and some questionable times. But <laughs> you stayed out of jail. We did. We did. Barely. <laughs> you got to think about Barely. that, John. <laughs> but it was it, it it it's good and it's all real. And when you started, it was a lot of blogging and uh, but then like memes and videos and that kind of stuff. That that's did that. that 
built or was that always around when you got started? Like now it's a lot of the stuff that makes uh, you yeah. laugh are the are the videos that people post or the memes and those type of things. Yeah, around uh like up until probably 2014, 2015, we were strictly just like writing. Right. And then we started dabbling into like one-off videos and um, like I, I've, <laughs> I was debating whether to bring this up or not, but one of my videos was sneaking in here to sing the national anthem, <laughs> which I, we, know, we heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> we, heard about we, it as we, well. We, we did our patrol. Yeah. We did our, we're lucky that somebody wasn't in our office today. Yeah. He normally joins us for lunch, but <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I heard about that one quite a bit. I had to do a quite a lot of apologizing for all this. <laughs> Some community service thrown yeah, in. A, a, a little bit, <laughs> but just like stuff, stuff. Not to that extreme, but but th things that that would just make people laugh, and and the video aspect grew into an actual organized podcasting platform, which exploded in like 2016. Was part of my take. All right, talk about some of the cool, you know, in your role and dealing with the different sports. You've had to do different stunts. I know. When we played the Saints, right? Then you lead some people down the art museum steps, oh, sledding, man, you right? You did your homework. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Talk, talk about some of the stunts that have been like fun for you as part of your job. Uh, so, so that video that was fun. That was the Eagles Saints. Uh, this, like in 2000, I think. God, Chip was here. So Adam, in 2014, 2015, some Saints fans threatened to take over the art museum steps. Not on our turf. So right. Mo and I went down, defended the art museum steps. That became a video. One of my favorite. Uh, Philadelphia-based videos of all time was uh, it was 2017, I believe, Reese's rookie year. He oh, came yeah, up to I the saw that. Came up to the office. Did he do that on his own? He, Did you invite him up there? He, we knew he was coming in. He wanted to come up and, like, check it out. He was like, yeah, we'll, we'll do, like, a little video and stuff, uh, maybe a pizza review with Dave or whatever. I don't think they got the pizza review in. But um, we, were ch we were chucking around ideas what to do. And it was just like, I'll just dress up like a coach and teach him how to hit. And – uh, said to our office manager, Brett, it's like, all we need is a tea. That's it. I'll take care of the rest. Brett forgets the tea. Day off. <laughs> like, we can't soft toss in the <laughs> right, office. Right. So uh, we ended up getting uh, Za, who is our Zimbabwe uh, little person, to, to hold a ball. <laughs> but it wasn't a baseball. A thank God. No, no, it wasn't right? a baseball. It was, I forget what it was. It was like a, a little soccer ball thing. Right. And, and Reese, uh, he almost took our heads off. <laughs> well, he hit, you hit the guy, or Reese hit the guy that was filming, it right? Came, it, was, it, was, it was like Major League when uh, Lou Brown and the assistant coach was saying, okay, let's see what you got. And it went right in between. Right. right. <laughs> it was like that. Just but if that's right a real baseball, that, that oh, yeah, yeah, it caused yeah, some yeah. damage right there. Yeah. Uh, and so do you get that, yeah, do you get that a lot? Celebrities who want to associate themselves like that with Barstool? Oh, yeah. And athletes, even, celebrities, even, athletes. Even, even Br Br Bryce has been a fan of Barstool forever. Yeah. We were one of the fortunate ones to to have him on for yeah, an hour-long uh, sit-down before the season. I mean, we were just expecting, like, yeah, let's we'll pop on 10 minutes, just, you know, say I sat down and shot the, shot the stuff with us for, like, Hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, That's has it amazed awesome. you that uh, players nowadays, you know, are trying to build their social media platforms, and you know, uh, I guess you it, know, just an, an easier way to reach their own fans. It does amaze me because growing up, um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a child of the '93 years. I was, I was, I was eight at the time, so that basically engrossed my childhood. I always looked at those guys as untouchable. Like I could never ever be in the same 
room or existence as Dalton or Dykstra or Croc or Schoen. You don't want to be in the same room with Dykstra. <laughs> uh, well, no, we had that. We, we, we were well, maybe, one time. Maybe you would. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I'll tell you about that afterwards. Okay. But uh, now it's amazing just how nice and humble everybody seems. Accessible. And accessible. And, 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 and they get it too, right? I mean, exactly. they kind of get You know what's the interesting too? Like, you know, back when, when we were growing up, you know, the players, uh, or let's say when we first started in the 90s, yeah. right? The, the players were, if you think about the media, they're reading, you know, they might read maybe an article about, you know, their, their game from last night, or they'll hear talk radio. Um, it wasn't really, TV was more just the highlights. It wasn't really Comcast Sportsnet. It was more Prism mm-hmm. back then. Well, now their, their medium, right, is, is something that they consume. And they're the same age. Mm-hmm. So when you're Bryce or you're Reese or you're, you know, whomever, JT... You're you're actually going on there for they're going on there for pleasure, like to kind of check it out and right. So it's it's not like uh, what are these what are these old people writing about our game and this and that. It's actually you're almost contemporaries that are and they actually I imagine they somewhat like the snark unless the snark is well that's <laughs> well that's that's also a thing. There's it's not just us. It's everybody has a voice, right? And mm-hmm. and I can imagine like I read everything. I can imagine they. Most likely read everything or they'll hear about well. it from somebody else. Exactly. So I mean, that's 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 good, but that's also like frustrating at times. Right. So it is funny. So Barstool basically uses what is out there on the internet, and you post your own stuff. Do you, do you have somebody who's always feeding you like funny stuff? Like for instance, there's a. Uh, uh, the uh, football game the other night, somebody got tackled. One of the security guards really laid out a guy who ran onto the field. And now, like, it's all over the place. So, you know, obviously you guys post it. Yeah. Uh, but that stuff just exists, and it's just being shared by everybody. Yeah, right? in the in the normal days of blogging back in the day, we'd see something like that. We would put it on yeah. the, the website and add our two cents. That yeah. was a blog, yes. essentially. So you get – Things like that that go viral that you interact with, and then you create original content. Like you see a security guard get pummeled, an old blog would have been, oh, uh, top 10 athletes that would make good security guards, right. bouncers, yeah. and then like you put your own spin on it and yep. try to get it out there. But, Tom, yeah. they're also doing uh, – you guys just – not too long ago, did the big uh, basketball tournament. Barstool did right. a basketball right. tournament yeah, sure. at the Wells Fargo Center, right? Mississippi mm-hmm. State and Akron and yep. uh, a couple other teams. And then and Portnoy and somebody else did big the color. Cat. Yeah, and yeah. They, oh, right, right. It was, it was right. By Portnoy and Big Cat, and we also had Roan. And basically everybody was, I mean, Derek and Booz are all behind the but, scenes. But it was a totally irreverent, right? It was not irreverent. It, was, it, was, it wasn't the... Stiff, you know, color commentator, no, color no. analyst. It I was, mean, Portnoy was blatantly rooting for Toledo because he had multiple thousands of dollars on them. Well, that's the other which, thing, too, is a betting <laughs> angle yeah. that, yeah. right. Which and, rubs people the wrong way. And, uh, you know, I, I could see it being gray lines, but it's it's entertaining for sure. Right. And I think, again, the whole medium is changing so much. You know, Monday Night Football, people are now watching. You got you can watch the traditional, right? Right. Or you can go watch the, the, yeah, uh, the alternate the Manning uh, brothers, Manning brothers, you know, right. kind of going back and forth. And there's a lot of the people more of the younger generation would rather watch the Manning brothers kind of hear what they have to say as opposed to listening to Chris Collingsworth or whoever's doing the Yeah. And, and that's also another thing that's changed from when I was growing up, even when I went to college, is if you wanted to do anything anything along those lines in sports. You had to pretty much either be in sports, play it, uh, become even professional or close to it, or have a journalism degree. Now that's not even close to right. what it is. You sure. just need to be, you just need to put butts in the seats and find do, a way. Do you um, see that there's more 
activity on barstool platforms when the team's doing well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And in in fact, I think I would be a lot richer of a person now if the Phillies were more successful (laughs) in the early 2000 uh, or after 2011 when I started working up until now. Like there's a direct correlation. Barstool wouldn't have survived if Boston didn't win every championship mm, right. in the early 2000s. Mm. That's how it really elevated because Dave was the one in the forefront leading the charge, selling the T-shirts, doing all this. When I started in 2011, I mean, there was a drought. I mean, Sixers were going through the process. Right. We were doing this here at the bank. I mean, the, the, the Flyers maybe made the playoffs here and there. Eagles didn't have much in the Chip Kelly years. It was, it was tough. It was yeah. tough. And then when sports teams are good, everything's easy. The content comes to you. The merch sells. We'll talk about the merch because one of the merch items that you guys did, which became wildly popular, Mm -hmm. was Rob Thompson, right? Oh, yeah. Talk about how that came about. Uh, So uh, I ride with Philly Rob. That was Kyle, right? Yeah, so our social media guy, Kyle, uh, thought about that. Just, <laughs> hey, why don't we just put Rob Thompson's face <laughs> on a T-shirt and say, I ride with Philly Rob. It's like, okay, we'll try it. And that's the thing. Like, we'll throw a lot of stuff against the wall. Some, most of it doesn't stick. Some really takes off. And that was one of them. And then Bryce asked for a couple of the shirts. Uh, Jamie Hoskins guy got a whole bunch. I mean, we got Miles or uh, uh, Mikel Bridges out in Phoenix wearing them. So, I mean, stuff takes off the whole like country that. of Canada. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. yeah I would I mean, think they're uh, placing orders. And you find a really good, uh, really good idea. And especially like a likable figure, like Rob Thompson, like you just, just try to ride it out. So yeah. what is next in the, like, again, you guys bought a bar, you've got the, uh, the podcast and the videos and the blogging and all, I mean, wh- where's, where's in the gaming, where, where is, uh, Barstool going next? Hey, it's really unlimited. Like, we had the NCAA tournament in Philly. Uh, we had a bowl game last year. I got canceled because of COVID. Uh, I, you could really see us anywhere. That bowl game will be coming back at some point, I bet. Uh, we're we're going to be opening more uh, bars. Barstool Scottsdale just opened up. Um, we're in uh, – multiple casinos and Penn casinos and multiple sports books. The sports books going to continue to grow as states keep uh, legalizing gambling. How so about, how about esports? We, we, we are, we, we have an esports presence that, that I was heavily involved in uh, up until about a year ago. And it, it's, it, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. And uh, we, we hope to, Bring it. But they've been talking about building an arena down here in the right complex. The, well, yeah, the Philadelphia Fusion were yeah. going to, and I think COVID kind of okay. ruined oh, okay. a lot of that. But it's not getting back uh, on track to be built? or I, um, yeah. I think so. Hmm. Do you have a senior so. league, like guys like Tom <laughs> play, like, breakout and do, like, <laughs> asteroids? Pong. I was an asteroids guy back in the day, yeah. man. Asteroids was my game. Yeah, we can, we can pack down it up any day of the week. That'd be great. That's good stuff. Do you run any problems with um, – I know you don't come down here too often, but uh, maybe some of your colleagues, you know, when it, it's – the mainstream media versus, you know, trying to get a credential or trying to get uh, access into the clubhouse. I know that's uh, probably been a, yeah, an issue I mean, over we the We kind of gave up yeah. after a while. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's not quite your lane, right? No, no. And we, we can, it's actually easier to cover from, from home, like take the phone out right. and get something. I mean, when we're here, like when we were here in the playoffs, it was uh, 
better content to get stuff in the stands anyway because you'll do a selfie video and jump up and down and do that. But um, we, we, we had some issues uh, specifically with the NFL sneaking in places in which they, uh, they didn't like that. As far as because you were showing the game coverage or? No, no. The, Just the content? Dave Portnoy has, has, uh, has a rivalry with uh, Goodell, which gotcha. is uh, pretty pretty vile. And uh, uh, it got to the point where Goodell – uh, kicked him out of the Super Bowl, I believe. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, dragged him out. <laughs> and it's actually, it was actually, it's, I mean, it's actually pretty totalitarian how he did that. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. One other thing I got to, because I, again, I was watching your rough and rowdy uh, boxing match, right? Uh, yeah, boxing match. Um, so, Tom, did you hear about this? So, they do this, you know, they put on these boxing matches. This was yeah. in Morgantown, and they did it in a ballroom, and they had how many, how many preliminary fights were there? Oh, God. There were about 30 fights, and I bet there were still more fights in the stands than there were in the ring. <laughs> and these fights are less, they're three rounds each, right? Three, so, it's, some, some go like literally 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Three one minute rounds. Right. And a minute doesn't sound like a long time, but it's. It'll wear you out. Yeah, it's a, but, it's a long time. But he was a feature act. Smitty was a feature act um, with a guy who's he was thirty nine years old. Time you were probably what? I was thirty three. Thirty three. So yeah. not too bad. Just, yeah, but did Sean Chef that he was? He, but you were the guy throws, you were the guy hands, and you were the villain, right? You were the villain. I was. I wasn't expecting that, but like probably should have been expecting that, seeing how McAfee went to West Virginia and, right. and Sean was was his guy. But uh, yeah, it, it was. It was something just being booed by like five thousand people. <laughs> How'd you fare? How'd you do? Oh, I won. I'm professionally one and zero. One and zero. One and zero. Retired. I uh, tore my shoulder up. So I mean, because yeah, you have a bad won. shoulder and a bad knee and yeah, leg. And- well, I so Susquehanna took my uh, ace, right ACL and right uh, um, separated shoulder, and then uh, in the ring I got a torn labrum. And <sighs> the bicep was off the bone. Didn't notice that till the end, <sighs> which was nice. And good old West Virginia boxing. Uh, I was uh, talking to the fight doctor afterwards, and he's like, yeah, there's something going wrong in there. And I was like, oh, so what can we do with that? He's like, well, you know, we could take a half-hour ride to the hospital. You'd probably be there all night. Or you could just have a couple beers and that. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tom, one of, the preliminary, doctor. one of the preliminary fights, there was this uh, skinny guy with tat, tats all over, and he was fighting next to you. I guess he, he – didn't get out of the way, and this guy gives him a—I mean, a literally a roundhouse right in his. And this guy, the—they the, have it in slow motion. The mouth guard flying out. The guy literally, you know, flying <laughs> slow mo straight back. But that was all the preliminary. These guys were the headliners. It was, yeah. I got—I I knew the—I knew the ending, but I didn't know how it ended. And it was—it was awesome. They yeah. set it to music, and but that's like original content, right? Oh yeah, oh that, yeah. I mean, D- Dave, Dave went down there uh, in like. 2012 to a rough and rowdy in West Virginia where it was normally at and uh, saw it and he like did a video and once we got bought out uh, he, he, he went to churn and he's just like we gotta buy this right. we gotta yeah. put on the fights on our own so now him and Big Cat they call the fights it's actually a professionally run 
yeah. thing. And uh, you get guys not only uh, the, the, the amateurs coming through and throwing hands, like Jose Canseco fought in one. I think Pac-Man Jones is fighting in one mm. coming up. So, I mean, you, you get to see some, some names try to go at it. Is there a place locally? Uh, here in the city, or uh... no, no, it, it's not regulated in, okay. in PA. PA I think all right. it's, it's mostly just uh, West Virginia. West we had Virginia. one in Georgia for the Super Bowl. There's one in Florida, but uh, it, it, I think it needs to be like UFC rules in PA. So they were discussing hmm. actually. So uh, you know when you tap gloves at the yeah. beginning of the fight to make it UFC regulated, just go up and tap feet. So there's a <laughs> kick, and then you just start boxing. <laughs> Jeez. Well, remember the, the old place, uh, the Blue Horizon? Yeah. Right? Oh, I love the Blue that Horizon. Went awesome there a few times. Watch. Yeah. You were probably too young for that. Right on Broad right? Street. Yeah. It was an old class <laughs> prism. Speaking of prism, used to have boxing matches there, like oh, Friday geez. nights, I think. Yeah, I went a couple times, and uh, yeah, what a classic place. Classic. You yeah, know. but what was more terrifying, that boxing match or your first stand-up comedian? Uh, <laughs> oh, stand-up, not even close. I mean, the, the boxing match, I knew I, I couldn't get knocked out. That, that was my goal. I, I knew like if I went down, I would have to probably die because I wouldn't hear the end of it, like getting knocked out. Stand-up, I mean, that's looking back at that, that's, that's literally a joke. <laughs> uh, and going back to like the, the athletes, so the Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, uh, Phillies, I mean, do you guys communicate? Do you guys get to know each other through social media channels? Like, so, like someone reaches out via Twitter or somewhere else. How do you? Yeah. That's basically how it connects. Yeah, I mean, for, for the most part, a lot of these guys read Barstool or follow like part of my take and are, are, are guests naturally through through PR or or just want to come on and and do that. But we, we connect a lot through through social media. Very, Who, what what local athlete uh, that you know about was most pissed at a take or something you did? Uh, oh. There had to have been one that was that you heard about that he didn't like my take on you know whatever. Oh, who was who was the cornerback who sucked under Chip <laughs> Kelly? No, not Namdi under Chip. Um, not Kerry Williams, the other one who he called called toast. Izel Jenkins? No, that's, that's <laughs> way Zell back. Jenkins. Byron Maxwell. Byron, oh, Byron Maxwell was not happy. Yeah, Izel's going back no. a few years. Because he, he, there's something uh, specific he said about him? <laughs> yeah, we were just, I mean, the guy stunk. I mean, you call it how it is, and he wasn't too pleased about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it is what it is. But, but most, most, and, and we're, we're not, we're not that, like, vicious towards towards the, the, the athletes. I mean, we'll, we'll basically, you know, say stuff on the field, and we won't get personal with them. But like, I guess it's tough to to, to hold back sometimes. Sure. But yeah, By- Byron definitely. That's the nature that. of the uh, what. Now, you do. have you defended yeah. the fanatic to Barstool New York or Barstool Boston? Oh, or, right, every day. Because what does Boston every have? Wa- Wa- Wally the Wally the Green Monster. Wally the Green Monster. Oh and man, that Patriot. The, the Mr. Met. New York. Well, New yeah, York. Mr. Met. No, you can. No, when 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 uh. When there was a lawsuit about somebody getting hit in the in the face by the, the hot dog cannon, I mean, we're you we're, guys are all over we're, it. We're defending the fanatic. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's what I'm trying to think. It's best maybe fanatic kind of steers clear of some of the barstool stuff. You know, no offense. No, no. <laughs> no there could be there could be some place. Come on, there's gonna be great place for that. No, Absolutely, the, the fanatic is is is, is revered. <laughs> revered. This is actually maybe uh, have a rough and rowdy with gritty and the fanatic. <laughs> That would, huh? that would sell. This is actually sell. my first time meeting the fanatic. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Looking at a uh, cell phone picture here. That is awesome. Yeah, it was very, it was How many years ago was that? I was that? very excited, apparently. Tom, describe to the <laughs> listeners what's going on right there. Well, first of all, it's just um, 
Yeah, it's Smitty. Yeah, and who's the other? That's uh, my older brother. And your older brother yeah, with I, the fanatic uh, posing for a picture. And I'm noticing it had to be before 1992. Yes. Because that's when we changed our uniforms to the logo you see today. So that's the maroon color. Yep. And the the, the old style P yeah, on the fanatic. And I was so excited. I'm just straight up holding my junk. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I think you had to go to the bathroom. You might have to hit the. Uh, you know, this is great. But where's the men's room? Do you uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite on field fanatic memory? Any of his skits or any of his. Things that, it, that he's done. Uh, I mean, the, the the Jason Kelsey recent one. I, that 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 brings that guy tears to, to a lot of eyes. He, that brings tears to a lot of eyes. That uh, guy's the greatest. That guy. I I met him for literally whatever that that night yeah. first time. Never. You, you know, when you meet somebody like for the first five minutes and you feel like you've known him your whole life. Oh yeah. And that's Jason Kelsey. Yeah, he he must have that effect on everybody. We start talking. That guy played lacrosse. And I said, well, what position do you play in lacrosse? I'm thinking he's a big guy. He's probably, he's got to be a defenseman, right? He's like, I played attack. And I'm like, what? Guy Man. played attack. And picture that guy. Good athlete. He also, he also played ice hockey. And I can't picture that guy coming. You got the puck in the corner. You got some guy coming flying in ready to just. Well, nobody thinks of uh, Kruk was a real good basketball player. Like, right. they don't think of that. You know? Right. You don't I mean, think of that If you make way. the show, you're good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly yeah. right. Uh, Jason Kelsey, I mean, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Nicest guy in the world. Very, very. I just you can anybody can talk to him. When I first met him, we were out at McGillen's in Center City, and it was closing time. And I was challenging people to Mario Kart 64 at the time, video games. And he's like, "Yo, I can roll you in Mario Kart 64." I'm like, "Let's go right now." So we go down to Stowe's, where I knew that there was, uh, we knew the owner, and there was a video game set up. And I'm the second greatest Mario Kart 64 player in the world. Not even close. I will take on anybody. Who's first? Jason Kelsey. Really? Really? Wow! Is right. He made Rainbow Road look like his. Really? Is everything. I've never seen anything like it. This is 3 a.m. You know, having beers all night. (laughs) Just the most humble guy. You know, you know, it's a te- you know, it's a true test of somebody that gets Philadelphia is someone that spends a lot of time either in Sea Isle, Wildwood, Avalon, somewhere in that, somewhere in the Jersey Shore. And Jason Kelsey, you always hear he's, I think he's most, mostly down in Sea Isle, right? Sea Isle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ocean Drive. Yeah. Right. Ocean Drive. But well, that's a true guy, the person that gets it, that sticks around and and spends their summers down the Jersey Shore. But other than uh, other than the Kelsey moment, I mean. Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> there were a lot of moments with Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of moments. I mean, was, was it, did he say anything afterwards? Oh, was, every, every name you can think of in the book, he'd yell at the Fanatic. And then finally, it did. we, we did have a truce, you know, the Fanatic and, and Tommy, because he retired, and the Phillies at the vet honored him with a Tommy Lasorda night. He was an Orristown boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry Shank, the Baron, our OPR uh, director, uh, had the ideas like, hey, why don't you bring out a, you know, the Fanatic should bring out a doll, Fanatic doll, and give it to Tommy at the end of this pregame ceremony. And we did that, and, uh, you know, I think we buried the hatchet. Smitty, I tell you, <laughs> the, the, Thomas sort of really didn't like the fanatic is that that time I had to take him around to radio stations so I'm driving around in my little uh, Volkswagen Jetta I'm like so Tommy uh, I asked a seemingly innocuous question Tommy uh, you know that whole thing with the fanatic that's all an act right he's like well let me just tell you fanatic I know a lot of kids laugh at the fanatic but I tell you what blah, blah, blah. next thing you know like the, the, his voice starts raising he started, he's turning red he's spitting I can't I can't turn it off and he's like blah, 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 blah. Uh, but tell him tell Smitty about uh, how the Dodger, we've told this before on the air, but how the Dodger would uh, come in and and uh, and sneak a jersey to you. Yeah, well, that's how it started. You know, it was Dave, when Dave Raymond was the best friend of the Fanatic, you know, he'd always, you know, smash a, you know, a, a Dodger's helmet or then, you know, get Tommy's 
jersey so he could dress up the dummy. It was Steve Sachs. It was getting to a point where Tommy Steve didn't. Sachs. Yeah, Steve Sachs would steal it. <laughs> but Tommy was getting to a point he didn't like it anymore. And, and Sachs, that, that, that last day, stole it. And uh, yeah, that, and then Tommy just you know blew a gasket. And, uh, but but Sachs know. would go into the <laughs> locker room and say, yeah. hey, fanatic, here. Yeah, take here, this here, here it is. Don't, don't tell anybody I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. That's funny. Uh, and then, Smitty, we're here. We're looking at, yeah, as you see, we're getting a new video board, right? Oh, yeah. um, we're getting a new field this year so that it's going to be all awesome it's going to be an all dirt field all dirt, yeah right it's yeah. going to be like sandlot ball yeah. Yeah. so now looking out and knowing what we just went through in 2022 can you give us a prediction for the 2023 phillies oh well let's hey. give your thoughts of of 20,000 2022 phillies right and then prediction right sure oh i mean the thoughts about this year i mean, it was it, it was surprising and and <laughs> The one thing that I wish about this year, and it's nobody's obvious fault or anything, but but I I have a 19 month old, and I I was so they, the 93 Phillies when I was eight was my childhood. I just wish that that this happened when he was like five, yeah, <laughs> and then six. I mean, it was just it just came at a like they're supposed to be good, obviously. But even like towards the end of the season when they made the playoffs, like nobody was really expecting the the run that they had and, and just the memories that were that were created. I mean, they're they're gonna they made they made lives and 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 it brought Philly back to a baseball town, mm-hmm. which is gonna be great because now you're gonna be seeing those two thousand seven to two thousand eleven numbers at the ballpark pretty much every night starting next year. And with next year, I mean, there's no reason why they can't be back. I mean, they're gonna have their competition with the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, of course. I mean, the core is there, and, 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 you know, I know Bryce is getting surgery tomorrow. Hopefully he'll be back, uh, but they played most of the season without him. I mean, they can, they can do it, and just hearing that Topper was going to retire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That, that's unbelievable. It that's really unbelievable. Is. So, and then well, we signed and, uh, and we Dave, Dave Dabrowski yeah, for three years, years. And, yep. and he said we're – you know, it's not like we're going to spend less money. We're, I mean, I think we're clearly in a shortstop. Yep. Right. So whether we get Bogarts, whether we get Trey Turner, whether we get Correa, somebody, there's a lot of shortstops out there. Dansby Swanson, uh, who knows? There's a lot of different ways. I mean, Verlander's out there. You could go the starting pitching route. You could go. Some of our young kids coming up could help the rotation. Yeah. Well, so. I'm excited. I, I really excited about Andrew Painter. At, yep. Whether Painter he makes and able to. I and mean, Nick yeah. Able, you get uh, McGarry and some other guys. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Did you warn Smitty that you've got the uh, I did not. quiz? No, did you? Uh, it was more of a test to see if you listen to our podcast because I do a <laughs> quiz to everybody. Um, in fact, I've got a bag right here filled with stuff. What's your kid's name? Cooper. Cooper. Yep. All right, Cooper. There's some stuff for Cooper. There's even some stuff uh, for your wife, right? Oh. So you're going to come home and you'll be a very, uh, see, look right here. Okay. That's only if you get six out of eight. I was going to say. Only if you get six out of eight. Taunting him with this bag of goodies, (laughs) but he's got to get six of eight. Six out of eight. I got eight questions. They're multiple choice. 
Uh, you're going to have um, – you, you got to get six out of eight. They're about your life, so you have an inside track on it. <laughs> and I, I think you'll do pretty well. Okay. I, I, I don't think you'll be stumped too much. All right? We ready for it? Let's do this. Thanks for the visit. Let's get down to business. Now here's your chance to show how much you really know. He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz. All right, Smitty, first one. As I mentioned, i got to put my reading glasses on. Uh, you went to Great Valley High School, right? right. In Malvern, PA. Mm-hmm. Which one of these celebrities did not go to Great Valley High School? Did not. <laughs> so three went to Great Valley, one did not. Okay. First one is uh, Nasir Adderley, who's safety for the Chargers. Went to Great Valley. Uh, B is Tom Cipriano, who's otherwise known as Captain Jenks, who's a prank caller. Uh, Mikael Bridges, who you mentioned him earlier, Villanova, Phoenix Suns, and Adam McKay, okay. film director, producer, comedian, Anchorman, Talladega Knights. Yes, that would be the prank caller. Captain Jacks. Yes, Captain Jacks did, did not go. He did not go. All right. You went <laughs> one to, for one. Uh, you went to Susquehanna University, right, in Seals yes. Grove. Which one of these celebs did not go to Susquehanna? All of them. There are no <laughs> celebs well, that came from I, Susquehanna. It's funny you said that because I, I had to stretch. <laughs> you were scraping. I here. had to scrape a little bit, right? <laughs> so here's where we're scraping here. Roger Blau, former CEO of U.S. Steel. Tommy Dempsey. <laughs> Celebrity? For, Tommy Dempsey, former basketball coach of uh, Binghamton and Ryder. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins lead singer Billy Corrigan. And Jay Feaster, <laughs> former GM of the Calgary Flames. I, I would think I would know if Billy Corrigan went to Susquehanna. <laughs> for sure. You are two. Two for two. Two for two. See? All right. You mentioned poker. Who has the most World Series of poker bracelets? 16 of them. Mm. Is Phil it Helmuth. Phil Helmuth, right? <laughs> I didn't have to say Johnny, need the multiple Johnny choice. Chan, Doyle yeah. Brunson, or Stu Unger. All right. Shout out, Phil. Good All job. right. This is going to be, this is not your era, so this could trip you up a little bit. But what is the name of the former Islanders goalie who won four Stanley Cups and the Islanders uh, with the Islanders and was the first goalie to be credited with a goal. First goalie ever to be credited with a goal. Was it, gr- was it, we're a Long thought- Island podcast now? <laughs> no, but it's, it's Smith. Oh, Smith. There's a, See, there's a little tie in. Okay. Yes. Okay. There's a little tie in. Not to mention, I thought Hextall was the first no, uh, goalie with credit. This was first credited with, right. with, with a goal. Go was it Grove Smith, Mason Smith, Scotty Smith, or Billy Smith? Booze, you know this one? You can, have a life. Yeah, you can go to your yeah. lifelines out here. You, <laughs> Billy Smith? Let's Billy, Billy Smith, Smith is correct. Good right. right. yes. use of the lifeline. All right. <laughs> this is another one right to scrape. In 2011, 2012, you did color analyst for the Westchester Rams, Oh, right? wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, I did. For football. <laughs> That's I did. Right? So which celebrity did not go to Westchester U? <laughs> okay. Okay. Was it Gino Ariema, right? I think I said that right. He's the head women's coach for UConn, right? Joey Wendell, second baseman for the Marlins. Billy White Shoes Johnson, uh, back in our era, the Houston Oilers, or Kathy Rush, the Immaculata women's basketball coach. There was a movie yeah. made about her. Billy White Shoes went to Widener. Went to Widener. Widener. That's very wow. good. Nice. Nice. I know he grew up around uh, where I grew up, in Jacobtown. I think yeah. it was in Cheltenham, Abington area. Yeah. Uh, we used to see Billy White Shoes playing basketball in the gym. You're like, where? There's, uh, there's Billy White Shoes. Was he wearing I, white shoes? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 You got it. Good guy. Uh, you were right, so five, five for five. five. five you're, yeah. you're one away from qualifying for that <laughs> prize bag. Uh, what team, or what town you might know that you either are going to know this right away or you might not know it. what town in massachusetts did dave portnoy grow up in oh swamscott the pride swamscott. of swamscott all right yeah. i was gonna say brookline marblehead milton or swamscott uh, my man smitty just qualified for the gift bag he got the gift bag all right let's see if but he's going for the perfect no, score there's not too many people that have gone the perfect score do you remember any of them 
Uh, Jason Stark, did he go perfect uh, score? I think Ruben Amaro, maybe. Ruben, maybe. Yeah, Ruben. Stanford, Stanford Petrarch, guy, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, Scottish uh, economist Adam Smith, yes. right, wrote which classic book? That's uh, <laughs> the wealth of nations. Wealth of nations. Yes. yes. So other I famous have to give you other ones. So I guess if your name's Adam Smith, you, you yeah. should know what the other Adam Smith, Smith wrote, right? Yeah. Like, do you know what Tom Burgoyne wrote? No, but he uh, wrote a bunch of children books. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, me. But the only uh, Burgoyne uh, gentleman, Johnny Burgoyne, was in uh, a British general in the Revolutionary War, and he was the guy who. See <laughs> the one who screwed up. He's the one who. Uh, uh, Wave the white flag. Uh, yeah, surrendered, surrendered at Saratoga. Was he so, so I come from a long wait, line of wait, quitters. Wait, are, you, are you part French? <laughs> no, no, it's English. He was an English okay. general. And I'm not sure if I'm related to him. He was a quitter. All right, the last one. This is very random here. But uh, the Fanatic has performed on uh, five out of the seven continents. Okay? Uh, Antarctica is not one of them, so we're going to already eliminate them. Uh, which of these continents was not host, did not host the Fanatic? Was it Africa, South America, Europe, or Asia? What what continent did the Fanatic not perform on? We're the well, perfect it's, score. It's not South America because of the Galapagos Islands, Correct. obviously. Born and raised. Uh, so between Asia, Africa, and Europe? Yep. Uh, man. We'll go. There's a lot riding on this, yeah, this answer right here. We'll, we'll go Africa? Africa is, is correct. correct. Eight for eight. How about that? Get, nice work, Smitty. Huh? Nice work. Eight yeah, for eight. Appreciate it. That's Cause, solid Because right the there. Fanatic, of course, went to Amsterdam, right? He yeah. Had to, he had to go to Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've, you've been on you, – I know Japanese told, baseball. Yeah, Japanese yeah. baseball. I know we told yep. the story. We'll end on the story. Tell the story about Frank Kopenbarger and <laughs> the Tokyo Dome. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite stories. Fanatic did a couple of those all-star uh, series between the Japanese all-stars and the MLB all-stars. And Frank Kopenbarger was our longtime equip, equipment manager. And uh, you know how they uh, – it's the first game of this series, packed Tokyo Dome, and they uh, introduced the, the staff first. And Frank's anyway, the first – First of all, Frank, Frank is very uh, – was is well he still is he's, yeah, still, he's, he's still alive uh very grumpy very old school very like you know, uh, you, know just, you go in there to ask for frank uh, he's uh. gonna yell at you and then he'll, he'll he's nice he'll eventually give it to you but yeah, so you had to. The fanatic was ready for him. Uh, he gets introduced. He's lined up on the first base side, and as the rest of the staff and the players get introduced, the fanatic went up to him, had a super soaker, and he's wearing beige pants and soaked him right in the crotch. But he's but he's by himself. He's the only yeah, one by out himself. There at that point. His big moment. Frank Dome. was so excited to be on this trip, and uh, now he's out there with a, a wet crotch at the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> And I don't know if the fans really, you know, understood what was going on, but I was cracking up. And what did, you know? what did Frank say? Uh, Frank, he he wants the, to throw the fanatic, the fanatic off the plane, the, you know, the, right, right, in, in the, the Pacific, Pacific Ocean. Ocean on the way home. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's like the fanatic too is you know had a lot of moments too. He uh, jammed on stage with the uh, Little Feet. Yeah. Right? He had uh, Elton John singing to his snout. Yeah. Right? He did the... Billy the, Joel. Got kicked out of a Bruce Springsteen concert. It's been a great ride, Smitty. Got kicked out of the boss? What's that? Yeah. The boss kicked yeah, out? He wasn't he, thrilled. He picked the wrong song. <laughs> he picked the wrong song. It was Murder Incorporated. Yeah. Like, if he, if uh, he yeah. came in front he of... He was like, a little serious. He was in a serious mode. Serious Bruce mode. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the fanatic got the old heave-ho. Yeah. But, you know, maybe you ought to have the Fanatic on your uh, podcast. You oh, know, no. First time, long time. Both of you guys. Yeah, yeah this has been That'd fun, be Smitty. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting dark, but it looks cool, doesn't it? This is a great uh, a great view the guys have when they're doing the game. Best city in the world. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Smitty. Thanks well, for being here. I appreciate you coming in. Yep. Nice media. No, thank you. Thank you, everybody. John, another success. And uh, we'll see everybody next time on Philly's Backstage.